Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. This is our season finale. Dun, dun, dun. Don't worry, everyone. It really means absolutely um, nothing. It's just for numbers and mm-hmm. organizing all of it. So there will be an episode next week. So we have no hiatus. No, we're just stuck here. And you guys are stuck with us unless you want to unsubscribe. Uh, please don't do that. It's because we have no union rights. That's why we, no- <laughs> <laughs> we need it. a podcasting union. Oh. Uh, well, if you are new here, this is an advice podcast. You call in, you leave us voicemails, and then we, your fantastic co-hosts, hi, I'm Megan, joined by Melissa, hi. we give you our 
incredible, amazing, show-stopping, never been done before. Put it in a blender, shit it out, eat it, all of that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic advice. Yep. And what we lack in credentials, we make up for in personality. That too. Opinions <laughs> and opinions. personality. I know it was opinions, but I wanted to add a little flair. It is truly personality <laughs> and humor. I might be a bitch, but at least I'm funny. Um, so if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you write down what you're going to say in your call. Time it out. Practice because you got to keep it under three minutes and we want as much information as possible. Always include your ages. If it's about relationships, how long you've been dating, let us know your pronouns and whoever else is in the call and featured their pronouns. We keep it all anonymous. Got to be 18 or over. Have your parents' permission. And anything else today? Is there any other requirements no, I we think have? You, you covered it. Well, just know if you want to get on Melissa's very short gold star list, you got to keep it not even necessarily short and sweet, but condensed. Mm-hmm. What's new with you? I have on some blue light glasses because last episode, my eye was leaking. <laughs> and burning and so uh now i have these on so i know that people are watching see a huge glare um i don't apologize because if i didn't have them on then my eyes would be leaking so i brought mine over is. in case i wanted to um try and put my eyes on, mine on but mine are pretty good for now speaking of eyes leaking that happened the last time that we recorded mm-hmm. and then afterwards i was like oh go get eye drops it's like the universe wanted me to like think about eye drops because then I went to the eye doctor Ooh. and I have got I got a new prescription. I've gotten a lot of questions about people. I, t- I did like a glasses try on and talking about LASIK on TikTok. If you want to go oh, check it out. I saw it. I can't with you people. fucking to keep commenting and being like, what TV show were you on? <laughs> Anytime there's like any mention of Freakish, like Melissa will respond to someone's comment and be like, someone's like, did Freakish get canceled? And I was like, no, no, I think it's coming back next year for another season. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then you commenting like, what TV show was it? And then someone responds Freakish and everybody, people are genuinely <laughs> responding to you as if like, because they don't know. And I'm just like, this is, she's trolling all of you. This I know, I need some more like actual friends on TikTok that are active so then I can like get my trolling out on other people not just you no, it's okay so, i appreciate it yeah i and mean it helps with your you know engagement engagement so that's why i do it but the issues are your nieces and nephews uh are most of them are too young for you to troll yeah i mean i still do i yeah, troll but you MJ. don't you don't get uh, the same back and I forth i don't get the same back and forth um yeah and then like none of my other friends are very active on, like they watch tiktok but they don't make tiktok so mm-hmm. i can't I know them the same way and I do troll strangers but it's just not the same feeling when it's someone you know it's not it truly is not uh oh but what I was gonna say though is that uh I have I got my prescription negative two in each eye which is like not nearly what I was at when I got LASIK and so like my eye doctor thinks that like this is like my full prescription that this is like the level that my eyes were gonna reach um but I've always thought my right eye like over the last couple of years, I'm like, my right eye is like weaker than my left eye. When he's like, no, no, they're the same prescription. I was like, weird. This eye's so much more like foggy and fuzzy. And he like looks and he's like, oh my yeah, God. You're I already t- know. Hold on. I can't yeah, hear Take it this. out. And I'll tell the audience if you're squeamish, it's not bad. It's not like horribly squeamish, but uh, I guess my eyes are super dry. My left one's like pretty fine. My right one is it that's entirely covered in like all of these like micro tears. So I have to get, uh, you can listen again now. You can put them back on. So I have to either, I need to start doing eye drops three times a day um, 
up until I get this, which he could have done in the office. But I was like, what? I kind of want to like look into it more because I also don't have uh, vision insurance right now. And so I'm like, okay, do it. How much is this going to cost about insurance and all of that? But to get this like little, this like, I guess like in, in office, what is it called? Yeah. Like in office treatment. Yeah. Where they like put these little like implants <laughs> in your eyes, like make your eyes tear. And like, they like are, I guess like, I don't know, does something to your tear ducts to like make your eyes like lubricate themselves more. Mm. But I was it's like, probably, wow. I probably need something like that because mine are always dry and then just leaking out the sides. But yeah, apparently leaky been, eyes mean dry eyes. Yeah, yep. And so, um, yeah, the eye drops have been working great for me. Like I, I literally text Megan because it was so bad that I had to lie down like on Monday and Tuesday, like, and just like cl- keep my eyes closed because it was just awful. And then mm-hmm. when I got the eye drops, it was so much better. Like I yeah. literally said, I have, I feel like I have new eyes. That's how I feel now. I like, I think the last time that I like had my eyes were like this sharp. I was watching TV shows. I was probably watching Friends. Or like the fourth season of Friends or something. I haven't watched a TV show made in the last five years with like my eyes, like the full vision of my eyes, like in so long that I forgot we're watching the blacklist now. And I'm like, I can see every string of her hair. And Mats is like, yeah, it's like good quality. I was like, wow. And he's like, Megan, this was made in like 2013. You're watching it in 1080p. Yes. I was watching in 720. I was literally watching it in 720, 480. 420. And now you're in 4K. Uh, it's as, as the kids say that you I say. feel like I'm I, I'm like living in 4k now it's crazy like it's crazy I'm gonna be able to drive mm-hmm. what a time Matza is so excited to not I'm have sure. to be my personal He's chauffeur like, now I don't have to drive Melissa over treats at night <laughs> I'll also make him do that I wonder how driving at night's gonna be now because that's like a hard yeah. pass but I've always really struggled because I have halos and then yeah, I do too. LASIK so made it worse. Really do that. I really drive at night. Your other glasses that, that you have, I have I also have some blue lights that look just almost exactly the same. Which ones? My Edna Mode ones or my no, not the ones that or you did. These aren't these ones. ones. Yeah. These are my black yeah, yeah. these are my black light ones. Yeah. Um yeah. The non Edna Mode ones. The Harry awesome. Potter ones. Mm-hmm. They're cute. I was inspired by Sydney. She has like a very similar kind of uh, pair that I think are her. I think she has them for reading or blue light. I don't remember what hers are for, but they're cute. And I was like, I'm inspired. But anyway, <laughs> should we get to the update? Let's do it. So this is from uh, season seven, episode eight. I originally called in um, asking for advice about moving in with my boyfriend. I think at the time that I called in, it was about eight months into the relationship. We're about to hit a year this month. And I just was asking for advice. I've been struggling with depression and anxiety pretty heavily throughout all of the pandemic. And so I mentioned how I was having a really hard time sleeping on my own. And with my roommate having a boyfriend as well, it was always a sort of coordinating if I if she would be at the apartment when I was there, or if I needed to go over to my boyfriend's, et cetera, et cetera. So it was just getting very stressful. And during my senior year of college, didn't feel like something that I should be worrying about. And so the advice you gave me, I definitely took to heart. And I appreciate that uh, you guys talked about just the times that we're in, and especially taking like my mental health into consideration. I talked about it with 
pretty much everyone that I knew just to get differing opinions. Um, one of the questions that you asked me is if I was in therapy. Yes, I am in therapy. I love therapy. I love my therapist. And she was the one that uh, just continued to bring it up and continued to have conversations with me about it. So she definitely helped. I kind of expected my mom to be against it, like against moving in with my boyfriend. She's a very devout Christian and I admire her for that, but I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of expected her, her view has always been you're married before you move in. And she was very on board. She, she was just like, it makes the most sense. And I think that something that has kind of come to light, you said in the original call, like, uh, it's a pandemic. Like we've, it's a different experience with relationships. You're either breaking up or you're getting married. Mm -hmm. And since our entire relationship has been during a pandemic, we have just been like in the house for Mm -hmm. a year. And it's kind of been nice to, we already know that we can cohabitate. We also know that we can have a great time just sitting on the couch and watching a movie all night. And so I think that that is a weird perspective that I didn't really expect. Um, but it's, it's been great in helping me realize. So I guess I, I guess I haven't said yet, I'm moving in with my boyfriend, I have moved in. Um, we now have, uh, or I have moved into the house that he owns. And um, it's going very well. I, I mean, we basically already were just because I was over here so much um, that it's just working out as well as it can. I will say, though, this isn't this isn't me saying like if you've been in a relationship with a person for a year the next step is to move in with them i think that that's like something to important to point out my circumstances and how i've been and everything has you know just come to this conclusion but that's not the case with everybody so um yeah i think that's the majority of it Oh my god! I, love, I mean, we great. knew you moved in just based on the headphones we asked yes. before we were recording. <laughs> um, no, but that's great, and I think like it, it, it is like like we've always said, like it's a pressure cooker on relationships. Like it's like a make or break kind of kind of thing. And I'm always a huge fan of like doing things that are good for your mental health in the moment. And if you can like per- foresee if they're going to be good for your mental health in the future, like take that in consideration. But I'm like a day to day kind of person. Yes. And so like that kind of stuff can be like incredibly, incredibly helpful. And is like, again, so pandemic specific. Like yeah. it's something that like a year into relationships for most people, I'm like, oh, don't move in together. Cause like, if you're having fun with your roommates, like you're loving all of that. I'm like, do everything until that thing's not fun anymore. But like in the pandemic, not not saying that like nothing's fun anymore, but life just kind of changes in that way that yeah. like we're everyone's making these life changes that like are just to to keep our sanity from the last like year plus. So I'm yeah. glad that it's been has do you feel like it's been helping mental health wise? Oh my gosh, yes. I also um I got put on medication, which has been helping. I have medication for depression and a separate medication for anxiety. Um, I didn't specify in the first call, but I get my anxiety at night. Like if I'm alone during the day, I'm completely fine. It's something about when the sun goes down that just... You're talking to two people who both have nighttime anxiety, so we very much understand. (laughs) So it really is just like having somebody in the bed with you and knowing that you're not alone and it just makes me feel safer 
during the day, I'm completely fine. And I actually enjoy it right now. Since I've just graduated from college, I'm still in a limbo of I kind of have a summer break, but I'm also looking for a big girl job. Um, But he still has his big boy job. So I get that time during the day to have this space to myself and do the things that just make me still feel like an individual, even though I'm living with someone. So that's been great, too. Oh, we love to hear that. Those are our favorite kind of updates. Mm -hmm. Great update. Love to hear it. Mm -hmm. Love to know that. um, I always like wonder when sometimes I will forget the advice that we gave. And I'm like, I hope we didn't say anything horrible. And we were really I hate being wrong. But um, makes me happy to hear that they're happy and things are going good. Mm -hmm. Pandemic relationships. I would love to see some statistics like uprise in. I know people think that there's like a huge uprise in pregnancies, but it's there's not. There's not. Mm -mm. Um, I would be curious to know if there would be an uprise like now that people are vaccine like vaccinated. I feel like people are going to start banging it out and there's going to be a lot of accidental pregnancies because I don't think that women probably have been keeping up with their birth control. Like, because why? Yeah. And <laughs> people are just going to be horny as fuck and fucking. And, uh, you know, um, I look forward to it, to whatever their nicknames will be called. Pandy babies. We'll see. <laughs> Sounds too much like panty. Ooh. But I also think too that like the people who are very much like I don't want to say doomsday people, but like the realists who are like, I don't want to bring a baby into the world right now. This seems like really uncertain. Those people I think will be like, okay, now I'm ready. Like mm-hmm. I think it'll speed up a lot of that kind of stuff. So I'm curious. I'm also curious about like the amount of couples that like broke up, that stayed together, that like got together. Like I'm curious if this is gonna be like a worldwide cuffing season where it's oh, like yeah. That it as, will be as soon as everyone's vaccinated, everybody's getting dumped or doing the dumping, you know, mm-hmm. to like be single and go yeah. out and have fun and all that stuff. But the social skills, <laughs> my social skills are. I <laughs> when I did that photo shoot that I did a few weeks ago, I realized that it took me a little second to like talk like because i'm just used to kind of just like letting people talk on zoom so then i'm not interrupting them and so it was just awkward um but we shall see especially when you're talking with a mask on Mm -hmm. because when i wasn't getting my picture taken when i was getting my picture taken everybody was far away and we were more than six feet away but then like closer we were still six feet but had on mask and that's and talking so that was just because I always weird. find myself going like, yeah, like <laughs> leaning in with one ear, like, huh? huh? Yeah. There's a Benny drama um, Instagram video about like, and I think he did a TikTok on it too, uh, about like me talking to people after the pandemic, and it's like so accurate, like it's just so chaotic and just so awkward and weird, and just like does like it's like, hey, yeah, hi, arms, are- <laughs> <laughs> and also like you're not used to seeing people from the waist down like everything about it's just weird it's just weird it's all 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 super super fucking weird Mm -hmm. but um should we should we get into the rest of the episode let's do it hey megan and melissa my name is alicia and i'm a pisces from canada who uses she her pronouns i should also mention that i'm actively working through this whole situation in therapy but i wanted kind of a second opinion as i don't have very many good friends Um, So now that's out of the way, I'm having trouble figuring out if I still want to be in my four-year relationship or not. 
or if it's just like the pandemic fatigue affecting my brain in some weird way. Anyway, I don't think I want to be in this relationship anymore or any relationship at all. Um, so to keep it short, my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost four years. I got into the relationship when I was young and a lot different than I am now. So throughout the four years, and especially through the past one, I've grown a lot personally and I've changed a whole bunch. Like I'm not even the same person as I was, um, even at the beginning of this whole pandemic thing. But I just feel like he hasn't, and I don't blame him for that. I just think that I'm stuck in a classic case of it's not you, it's me. Um, I say this because I've been, as I've been changing in the past year, a lot of it was discovering my sexuality to find out that I am not fully straight. Um, and I think I want to work towards figuring that part of myself out. That's actually most of it. I just feel that since I got into this relationship so young that I didn't, and I didn't expect it to go this far at all. Um, I thought it was gonna be like a little three month thing and then we break up and I move on sort of thing. And now I feel kind of stuck. Um, so now it may sound like I already know what I want to do, but the thing is he's so good with me and I'm so comfortable with him and I love him and I don't want to hurt him if I don't have to. Um, I have also discussed my feelings with him and he seemed okay about it, but I just get the feeling that he thinks this is kind of like a phase. Um, so I, 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 I don't know what to do about that, but I also see myself living happily with him in the future. Like there's a version of me that could totally continue this relationship and be totally happy. Um, so yeah, on one hand, once everything calms down a little, I could be totally happy with him, but on the other girls. So yeah. I'm also very stressed right now as I work at a very busy coffee place facing the public every day and people are rude all day long and I can't afford to not work. Um, so I've been doing this since the beginning of the pandemic last year. And it's just getting really hard to stay motivated. So maybe all these feelings are made up in my brain and you never know that could happen. Anyways, I'm open to any advice or thoughts you may have, and maybe it can help me finally make a decision. So thank you. I mean, when you call into this podcast and you say all of that, you know what we're going to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like this was like the perfect segue call, like after what we just talked about, too. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to say I don't think it's made up in your head and everything that you're going through is very valid. And after everything we just said about people, you know, in the pandemic and um, uh, questioning what their relationship is like, also you questioning your sexuality, I think all of these still would have happened regardless of the pandemic. It's just like you're in it in the pan we're in the pandemic right now and so this is the lens that you're seeing it through but it would have happened regardless so um i think that you know you said there's a version of you that could be happy with him but i don't think so you're not going to be happy because you're going to always be thinking what if so like yeah you could be you could stay in this relationship and you know it wouldn't i don't think you'd be happy but i think you would be fine but you're going to continue to like you're like you said, he hasn't grown at all during the pandemic in your eyes, but you have yourself. So I think that you should break up with him and and figure your things out, figure out what you actually want, figure out what you want to do, figure out just figure things out. Like you said, you've you've grown and changed and now it's time to explore what that means yeah and I think that's like not a cunty thing to be like I've really grown and changed and he hasn't mm -hmm. that translates to 
we've kind of grown apart. Mm -hmm. And like, even if it feels really one sided that you don't feel like he feels that way, you don't know that like, you guys are just kind of growing in different directions. And you got together really young. And like you said, like, sure, there's a version of you that you could see with him forever. But I don't know if that's the current version of you. I think that that's like what you thought about a little while ago. And yeah, not invalidating like your sexuality or like whatever you're exploring or anything like that is like, yeah, it's not pandemic related at all. And I would say for I've had friends who have been in like heterosexual relationships and then discovered that they're not straight and have both ways have like left that relationship and then also have like stayed in that relationship. But if you are questioning your relationship, that to me is always like it's there's time that that Mm -hmm. now it's time because there's a difference between you're not always going to be 100% sure with, I mean, any choice that you make in general. But if your relationship's going through rocky times, it's, okay, what can we do to make this work? Versus, I don't know if I want to make this work. Like, I don't know if that's what I want. And it's not that you both don't need therapy. This isn't like a couple's therapy thing. There's not like any issue here. And I think for a lot of people, it's and anyone in general, it's really hard to end a relationship when it feels like there's nothing wrong. And there's nothing like they did. There's nothing. It's not a bad relationship. And when there's still a lot of like love and respect in a relationship, it feels it can feel like, why am I getting rid of this thing? If this is like my one true love, and this is the only thing that's going to be like this. And that's such like a fatalistic mentality that there is one person for you and every other relationship that that like, if you mess up that one time, then it's never going to be like that. And like, what I wish people could like, think about it, like friendships, like we have friendships that like suit us for different periods of our life. And like childhood friends, and like, you might grow apart and go back together. And like, you don't always end a friendship on bad terms, and all of that. And I wish we thought of relationships like that, too. Because you can just grow apart and still really love and respect someone and recognize that like, because this didn't work out, this isn't the only relationship. Like, if anything, when a relationship works out, that should give you faith that like, oh, relationships work. Not this is the only one that is ever going to work. Like this is, I think about that when like you fall in like love with someone or if someone like you, you after like a breakup, you really start to like someone and like it doesn't work out. I'm like, think of that as a success. Like you can, you can feel those feelings for someone. Like that's like a great thing. And that's not tied to one person. But like we always said, when you date someone for that long, when you're that young, most of the time, all of those feelings and experiences are tied to that person or mostly to that person. So I'm I'm with Melissa. I say break up. And if he like really like cares about you and like really loves you and all of that, like it sure it might inevitably hurt him as it happens, but it's going to hurt you in the same kind of way and staying with him with not being 100% sure, that's hurting both of you in the that's long term so much more. Yep. It's not being fair to either one of you. Yeah. And I would say like for the part where you had said that you think that he thinks it might just kind of be a phase. um, I, if you're not in therapy, I would go to a therapist who like specializes in like explicitly like works with um, people, uh, a part of the LGBTQ, LG. Oh my God. There's thoughts of one TikTok of a guy saying it as a word. And now I can uh, or you could say alphabet mafia is what I feel Oh yeah. Like. A part of that, like a part of the community. Yeah. Um, because yeah that that one Mm -hmm. um because either that is 
super invalidating if that's like his expression of like that's like pretty invalidating um and also like i i don't you're not identifying as like in the call you haven't identified as being bi but i'm pretty sure that's like specific that's explicitly like biphobic and like that oh it's a phase but it's also like homophobic and Mm -hmm. you know all of that but if it's something that you're sensing that also might be and he hasn't said anything about it but that's kind of how you have been feeling then it could also be some internalized part which does make sense to me if you're being like maybe this is maybe it's the pandemic and all of that like being able to talk to someone and again maybe it's not even a therapist maybe it's just some members of uh the LGBTQ community it, that you can have conversations with about that because your feelings are valid and like who you are is valid and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, break up. You don't mm-hmm. have to hate someone to break up. No, it just could be that you your guys have just, you're just at a crossroad. You're at the end of the road now and you can still be friends um, if that's what you want. But I just don't, I don't, I think you're going to feel stuck and stagnant if you stay yeah and i think also if if you are absolutely meant to be together down the road it'll happen Mm -hmm. and if it's like uh if he's in like the no if we break up now we're never getting back together then he's not who you're supposed to be with like if it's supposed to happen it'll happen and that it's not it's not in the sense that you're gonna have to stay in this relationship and kind of like squash all of this stuff and yeah like really I don't want to say settle in a bad way, but you, you're kind of settling for. I don't you're, think it's you're settling. stunting your it's growth. Just, yeah, it's like, stunting your growth, and it's just it's being comfortable where you are when you feel uncomfortable in the situation instead of leaving the situation and f- figuring out what your actual com- comfortability is. Yeah. Break up. Break up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and I also trust you'll do it in a nice. A very yeah. nice way. You've already kind of edged in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, best of luck. Congratulations on this time of discovery for you. And we'll uh, keep track of all of this for our own conducted research about relationships in the pandemic. Yes. Hi, Megan, Melissa. I'm 24 years old. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a Scorpio, but I'm probably I'm a nice Scorpio. So I kind of have a unique sort of really embarrassing situation but I feel like the only people I could call was the both of you so I have a friend with benefits and his pronouns are he him and we're both vaccinated and it's totally fine good great amazing but recently when I've been going over I like get these like itchy patches or like bumps on my skin so at first because it was just like on my thighs I like thought it was just from like chafing from like sex or whatever but kind of just like brushed it off because I have sensitive skin but when I stayed over for like the whole weekend I got one like Saturday morning on my arm and was like what the fuck and then a week went by and I stayed over for just like a night and when I was driving home I got two little bumps like on the inside of my knee so I was very confused because like that could also be from I don't know. And I'm not sure if it's his sheets or maybe his body wash. Sometimes I forget my body wash, but I never like forget my shampoo or like conditioner and stuff. So I know I should probably go see a doctor at this point, but I honestly don't know how to bring it up to him without like hurting his feelings or saying like, I think you have bed bugs or like something dumb like that. I don't even know. 
So should I even bring it up before like talking to my doctor or like, I don't know. We've been friends for a while, but we started hooking up like before the pandemic at like parties and like stuff and whatever. But once we both got vaccinated is when it sort of became like a regular thing. So I don't know, <laughs> but any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm just like really embarrassed and I don't like want to, hurt anybody's feelings but yeah (laughs) so thanks so much bye no need to be embarrassed this will not hurt his feelings at all (laughs) so the reason why you have to tell him as somebody who has contact dermatitis and like lots of sensitive skin issues you're gonna you'll probably if you go to which you should go to a dermatologist they'll give you and we're not doctors too no just want to preface that They'll give you, most likely they'll give you an allergy, like a topical allergy, like workup. But the issue is um, <laughs> they can test for like common allergens, but you're an adult. This is something that you haven't like experienced before. So more likely than not, like, yeah, it is probably like a product that he has. And so you're going to have to like <laughs> write down a list of all of the things that you have been using to do that so like it's either you are snooping through his place you're like figuring out what laundry detergent he uses you're doing Mm -hmm. all of this kind of stuff or you're just being like hey i have to go to the doctor because like i've been getting this like weird rash sometimes when i like hang out here and so i'm gonna try and figure out if there's like any allergens and stuff can you like let me know what um like so the things i would ask about laundry detergent uh what if he has any pets if you have um any dust kind of thing, that's something you probably would have noticed before. And you got to look up what a bed bug bite looks like. But also, if it was bed bugs, he would have the same things too, right? He, Yeah, he would. But if he's not... So one of the issues with bed bugs, as someone who has lots of friends in New York, um, if you are like super... If you're just like not that observant or you're just kind of used to it, like a lot of people will just mistake them for like... Um, mosquito bites and people will live with bed bugs for like an extended period of time and not think that oh shit i have bed bugs it's like oh i get spider bites oh i have like this this and this so it it could be possible that he also ha- is experiencing this and doesn't know that that's what it's from so i would also check but because it seems again not a doctor but because you're saying it seems like pretty like localized to like certain areas of your body um it yeah y- that's when you like look at products and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like it could be even something that he's using like on himself that might not because you said it was on your thighs and you just thought it was from sex so it could be something like on if he's going down on you i would guess it could be something he's using on his face i don't know if he has a beard or anything it Mm -hmm. could be like conditioning so you have to talk to him about it and i wouldn't go about it in the bed books way i would just i would just say you know um i am allergic to something i'm going to the doctor um and i just need to i need to write down all the products that i'm coming in contact with and it also could be that he just doesn't wash his sheets Mm -hmm. enough yeah no it could be and i would ask him to like show like where you have bumps or whatever and make sure you take pictures of that and be like do you have anything like this like i'm trying to figure out what that what that is yeah if you have sensitive skin too i i mean it's fragrance anything Mm -hmm. that's stuff like that anything so i don't it it doesn't have to be an awkward conversation unless you make it just say hey i'm just allergic to something i'm trying to figure it out and and you could come from it from the point too of like 
I don't know if it's something like that's here or at my house. I'm just trying to figure out. We probably know it's probably something yeah, at his house since you're not, but you just come at it from that angle. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just writing down all the products that I use or come in contact with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause also like, depending on what they are like, which is why I say like, definitely talk to, uh, take pictures to show to your like dermatologist or your doctor. Um, it, it can be like product related. And I call said like, he's not cleaning mm-hmm. that much. And like, maybe he's got some spiders and there's like sp- spider bites. And then mm-hmm. maybe you've got like, maybe you have contact dermatitis. And so then that can flare up. Like for me, I know I can get a spider bite and then, or a mosquito bite, and then we'll get contact dermatitis all around it from like that reaction. So it could also be like that. So make sure you're taking pictures, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't like mean anything. And like, it doesn't mean anything like he's, I mean, it could mean that he's unclean, but like, he doesn't need to like, he'll be fine. You have a rash, his ego can live. Yeah. Like, especially if it seems like you guys are pretty happy with hooking up. So yeah. And also any, any life event that can like lead, uh, man to stop using three-in-one body wash shampoo (laughs) and conditioner is is a moment in every man's life that needs to be reached (laughs) okay we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, 
in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and 
and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break, and we're going to get into the rest of the calls. Hi, Melissa. Um, hi, Megan. I'm 22. I am uh, a Sagittarius, and my pronouns are sheer. Um, so I'm actually, I'm getting married in about uh, a year. Um, we haven't, you know, we're still waiting for COVID to, like, clear up and everything before we, like, final plans, but we're getting our invitation list ready. We have a venue and everything because they're going back to in-person weddings and everything. Not for another year, but we're kind of getting the list ready just so we can set up the dates and all that good stuff. Basically, my... I found out recently that my dad's family... I'm really, really close with my whole entire family, especially my parents. I have, like, a very, very close relationship with both of them. But I recently found out that um, my dad's siblings, um, my aunt and one of his brothers, um, well, one of his sister, his sister and one of his brothers, um, have had some sketchy things in the past. Whereas my uncle, my uncle did some very like perverted and just very like terrible things in his life. And my mom has told me about what it is that he did. Um, and he, and it, it was, I don't know. It's just very icky kind of stuff. And I don't want that kind of 
thing at my wedding. And my aunt is just a fucking bitch, and she needs to make everything about her, and she makes competition. She's, like, said things to me about, like, my grandma, and she told me that my grandmother cheated on my grandfather, and it's the whole thing. Um, but my dad is, like, a huge family man, and, you know, my parents are paying for my wedding. So my question is, I don't want those two people at my wedding, but they're my dad's siblings, and he's close with them, but I don't want them there. Cause, number one, they've never made, like an effort to get to know me. My other uncle does try to get to know me birthday cards. We call and talk on the phone all the time. But my aunt and uncle, the other two, I just don't, I don't want them at my wedding. And I don't know how to tell my dad that. And I don't know how to do it in a way that, you know, doesn't like make my dad feel bad and doesn't make like, I don't know. I, it's a big deal to not invite somebody to your wedding because they did go to my older sister's wedding, but I don't want them at mine. And my mom's on my side. She doesn't want them there either. Anyway, any kind of advice you can give me would be very appreciated on how I can approach that and how I can do that. Um, thanks, guys. I really appreciate any feedback you can give me. Have a good one. Bye. Maybe I'm like really off base and you can tell me this, Melissa. Like, I would, your mom is on your side. I would really have her and you have the conversation with your dad together because like your parents are paying for your wedding. You didn't specify that it's just your dad paying for the wedding that like it sucks that it like can feel like if you are if you have like parents or someone else paying for the wedding, it can be like, well, this isn't necessary. Like I kind of have to appease them. But if it's like, okay. It's my wedding and 50% of the person, like half of the person who's paying for it, they're not into it either. That might be an easier conversation to broach, but I also don't know your parents' relationship or if that's something that you feel comfortable discussing with them or your mom's feel your mom feels comfortable. Um, yeah. I mean, like for me, I don't, I don't have this. I can't really relate to i mean there probably are perverts in my family but i don't know about it i mean i'm just saying there's my bro my dad has nine brothers and sisters his mom had like nine siblings so you we just have said a lot it of family. so casually You're i'm just probably saying a pervert like, like there's just, just a lot of people in my family and yeah. you know chances are there's a pervert somewhere <laughs> i just don't know who it is but um as we've talked about on our other podcast, uh, me and my dad get in a lot of fights about family uh, as it is just because he's super close to his family. And I just like like I am with people like I kind of have like an armor up and I it, I just don't think that like you need to and have to have family at everything. And just because you're related to someone doesn't mean that they need to be part of your life. But like, I, I know like when your parents are paying for things and yes, it's your wedding, but like, I feel like if, if this is going to call, I, I think you should have the conversation with your dad. Like you don't want them there. See how that goes. And then after that, if he's still like gun ho on it and he's still paying for the wedding, I just think your wedding day is so like about you and you're not going to be focused. You're not actually going to be focused on the people that are there. You're not 
it, it they won't be like somebody because they're not close to you as it is they're not going to mm-hmm. be trying to make conversation with you or try to be around you or whatever they may try to be in the family picture but photoshop exists um, yeah put them on the put them both on the end yeah put them on the end try to get a clear one without them a clear picture with maybe you and your groom to you know get everything that will be on the sides mm-hmm. i think you can talk to this about this with your photographer yeah but, but um if if you think it's going to cause like a big riff a big fight or a big fight after you actually have the conversation with your dad i think that you can get through your day without actually knowing that they're there I agree. And I think that the conversation, like, like see how the conversation goes. And if it's like, okay, they have to come, then you and your parents need to sit down and figure out which family members are going to be assigned to them. And, and having that conversation with your dad, where it's like, I love you. And I don't, I want to send my, I want to have you at my wedding, like there with, I want to be able to spend time with you at my wedding. And I don't want to like not be able to have great memories of my dad at my wedding because my dad is with two family members that I don't want there. So like, we're going to have to figure out like a reject cousin who Mm -hmm. like, that's their responsibility or like, I don't know, like an obligation bridesmaid, like, or even just like a friend who like, is like great, but you know, you're not going to be spending a lot of time with them. Not a bridesmaid if he's a No, no, I know like some like a friend, like a friend who, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it someone needs like to be like another family member that already knows what's going down in the family. Yeah, another family member, or if you, if it's like one of your bridesmaids, or like if you've, you have like a cousin in your wedding party or whatever, and they have um, a, a husband or a boyfriend who you know and you trust. It, you never really get to spend time. If like one person's in the wedding party, like the wedding party really hangs out. I've been like the plus one of someone in a wedding. I've been like matzahs and all of that. If someone gave me a job, I'm like, I got all the fucking time in the world. And so like doing that, like having that coordination. But I do think that like, if your dad is going to insist, then he needs to like help you and coordinate how that's going to work. Because it's like plan, you just say to him, like, well, I'm planning for the worst. And like, I'm not comfortable. And like, especially with the uncle, like being like, you know, I'm really not, I would like, <laughs> here's the thing then that I want to let my bridesmaids and I want to let my friends know that like, Hey, by the way, my, my uncle's really creepy because I don't feel comfortable putting him in situations with like my friends or, yeah. or like any of the women in my life. So like, this is like the thing, like if you, if you're insisting on them being there, I'm going to need to let people know. And yeah. that's something that like, we're going to have to let the catering staff know. We're going to have to let the venue staff know and all of that. And I am not like, my conscience is not okay with with, with us just like letting him loose on all of these people without knowing what's going to happen also has he been convicted of anything because yeah. if he's not allowed to be like maybe around children invite a couple kids be, yeah it might be uh you know beneficial to you yeah if you have like if you're having like a no kids wedding party but if he's legally not allowed to be around children invite a kid and then he can't come yeah call his parole officer yeah yeah. And then for your aunt, who's just a bitch, that's Aren't like, they, if, are they together or is it, are they not? I, I don't think so, because I think they're both her dad's siblings. Got it. I for a while, I was like, well, at least they found each other. <laughs> I think they're siblings. So and then for her, I think it's like the same kind of thing. It's assigning someone to her. And uh, the the good thing about someone who just likes to make everything about themselves, if you don't give them a speech at your wedding, um, if they're not invited to the pre stuff then it's a lot easier. Like, yeah. cause you can, the wedding inevitably like 
again, unless you like crash the stage or make a speech, you can't really make a wedding about yourself unless you're wearing like a tux and a gown. Yeah. Like it's like it's not necessarily going to happen. So, yeah. And I'm just I'm thinking about just like being in my sister's weddings. And I just because, you know, being part of the party, you I don't like rarely talk to my even though I love most of my aunts and uncles, I didn't really talk to them just because you're busy doing other things. So I really don't think you'll be. It's just like the fact that they'll be there, that you know that they're there. But I really don't think you'll be in contact with them. No. And then create a party, create um, (laughs) a like a plan if shit goes awry. Do we have one more? Is it time for a don't blame them? One more. Okay, let's do it. Hi, Megan, Melissa. I listen to your guys' podcast all the time, and I finally decided to call in and get your guys' opinion and advice about a problem I have. So, um, go back about four years ago, um, my now husband and I were engaged, and we were of different religions. I was um, one thing, and he was the other. And there were both scopes of Christianity. So in our book, it really wasn't all that different. But for some reason, it was a big deal to my parents. And they wanted him to convert, which he being pretty stubborn and, well, he wouldn't. And I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to do anything he didn't want to. But my parents were kind of insisting. So it got to the point where I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to become what he is. And so I left my faith denomination and entered his. I told my parents about it, and they absolutely blew up about it and decided to not support our wedding financially or physically. So they withdrew our venue. They took back their deposit. They cut off pretty much communication with me and him and they didn't show up to our wedding either. Um, Neither did any of my brothers or sisters or my parents and part of my family from their side too. So about a year passed. I have since forgiven them, but my husband has not. He says that it is, um, It it was disrespectful of him and me, which it was, and I understand that. But they're my family, and I have forgiven them, but he will not. Is it wrong for me to want him to forgive them for what they did? Or should I just let him do him? I feel like I'm being selfish because it was my parents, and they did it to me because of my choices. And he's the one that's making it into a big deal. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know what to do. Should I be trying to get them back together? Should I try to get him to forgive them? Or should I just let it go and try to figure it out from there? I don't know. What do you guys think? I would appreciate any input you guys have. Um, I'm just really lost on what to do. So thanks so much. Love you both. The drama. So much drama. I don't know. Since you left out the specifics of what denominations it is, I think it makes it a little bit harder for me. I know you don't, you're not no, very yeah, familiar but... with Christianity as a whole, but like for me, who does know about Christianity, 
if I don't know what denominations that you're in, this is a little harder for me to wrap my head around. Because in my mind, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think that how I as an outsider would be like, okay, Mormonism is like very much it's kind of like own thing. And a lot of like Mormons marry other Mormons. It's very kind of specific. Most of the time, I think of like the um, like the Duggars, like that kind of like, I don't know what the specific denomination, but like the fundamentalist, like Mm -hmm. kind of Christian, where like those are the right leaning. Yeah. But then aside from that, like, from like what Mott's has told me about, like, I forget which one his dad Lutheran, is. Right? Lutheran. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's like, that's like not that different than a lot of like other stuff. So like mm-hmm. there's like all of the other ones, it feels like they're, they're relatively much, it, similar. They're, it's, it's usually just like the way that you're baptized is like a little different is like what the difference is. Like some people like, you know, like you can be baptized as a kid. Some people you have to wait and make that's usually the difference in it. Mm-hmm. Like when who like how you accept Jesus into your life, quote unquote, is usually the different denominations. And there's like doctrines and like it's all written out and stuff. Okay. But I think at this point a lot of it is just the same. And so yeah. that's why it does seem like this is a little bit extreme and I can't give a clear answer because I don't know what denominations you are. Yeah, my thing though is that like what do you mean when you say your boyfriend or your husband hasn't forgiven them? Because at the end of the day like if he's making your life harder, then that's an issue that you guys need to talk about. But if he's just like if he, if they lost his trust and like he's not the affinity that you feel to your family, he was never ever going to feel because it's not his they're not his family. And wanting him to forgive them like what does forgiveness look like to you and what is it currently like because i think if it's if it's causing an issue that's a problem but if it's just kind of like you know what like it really sucked and like i'm never gonna be fully over how they treated you but like i'm it's not gonna affect the relationship that i have with them it's not gonna affect that like i see them in holidays or x y and z and all of that kind of stuff so i think it's that's important to know that if he is making your relationship with them strained, then that's like, okay, we have to go to therapy because this is affecting our relationship and my relationship with them. And like, that's on you. And Mm -hmm. it is my family and it's my choice to forgive them. It's also his choice not to forgive them, but it's not fair to make your life harder because the reason why he's mad is for you. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like, that's the fucked up part. I'm like, if you're making my life harder, you're mad for me. Now you're making my life harder you're you're like her in the situation and i'm like him in the situation where like when somebody wrongs me oh i'm pisses me off and it's very 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 hard for me to forgive them like a friend that i had um i guess we've kind of made up but it's been about 10 years in the making um but she did some shit at my sister's wedding that like so she like did some stuff that like at my sister's wedding that pissed me off and it had nothing to directly do with me, but it was about my sister and I, my sister forgave her. And, but I was like, she's my actual friend and I don't forgive her. And so like, it's taking years and we're still not fully there, but like, I'm very hard at forgiving people when they fuck around, especially when they didn't show up for your wedding. Um, like they, had other family members not show up and i just think it it would take a minute for me to forgive them but so i'm like you i don't forgive people i am like (laughs) 
I will remember always, but I'm not going to make it harder for somebody else. Like I'm never like when I, like I, I don't know if like I would ever consider myself like, oh, I'm forgiving you. Mm -hmm. It's like, I am, (laughs) I know you and I'm now taking you for what you are. And I have lowered my expectations because you showed me how little that, how, how low they need to be because that's what you can do. And that's all. And like, that's kind of how I feel that it's like, I'm not going to make anyone's life harder. I'm going to make my life easier because I'm not going to expect like much from this person, but like, I'm not going to pretend like that thing never happened at Mm -hmm. all. So I think that like, it's about figuring out, like, at least what I want to know is what does his current, what is his current relationship with them? And what do you want that to be? Because that can be like a hard pill to swallow to recognize that he might have never been as close with them as you thought. And it could have been this, like you paint this idea of what you really want it to be or whatever. And they kind of lived up to his expectations of them. And it was, it it might've confirmed the fact that he like thought that it was kind of sucky of them and that he's had those like lingering emotions towards them. And that's also okay, but it's not okay if it's hurting your relationship with him and with them. But it's all about expectations. Not mm-hmm. to not to quote, um, if you know, you know, manage your expectations. Um, but you both need to have like a, a a conversation with each other about what you're both, what you expect and what you're both willing to like give in this situation. And... I think forgiving people is great and you've managed to forgive your parents. But I think having a really explicit talk with your husband about this, are you overlooking, because they're your parents, are you kind of tolerating some passive aggressive comments or any of this stuff? Like, is it truly the hatchet is buried? It's in the past. Or there are, are there some things that are lingering and still there that make it hard for him to have like a day-to-day relationship with them because they're making it hard for him? Mm-hmm. Because you can't force anyone to forgive someone. And also when it comes to parents, a lot of the time you didn't, who know you, you might've forgiven them because that's what you needed to do, but they might've not apologized. Like you might've been able to be like, okay, I'm going to be able to get over this and do all of this on my own and move past this. And like, because I want to maintain a relationship with them, you might've done a hundred percent of the work and they might not have done any, but you're able to do that because you have this like long lasting relationship and history with them. He doesn't. It's way harder to have that kind of forgiveness. But I think you need to stress it with him. And both of you need to have like, yeah, manage, <laughs> manage your expectations of each other. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I mean, we recommend therapy all the time if it's like a a rough issue that's like still hard to process. But um your partner and maybe and I I'm probably the wrong person to talk about this but I don't think that your partner I think family yes is important but relationships are a lot more important and those relationships can be, be people that are related to you they can be people who aren't related to you but like I value my relationships with people like how those are not how they got there not how we how we're connected but just like the quality of them and um And I think that like, if you can separate them from being your parents, do they treat him well? Like, right, right. And does he see something that you're not seeing in the way that they treat you? Yeah. 
And if not, then it, and it could just be that he's like, I'm really holding on to a grudge. I had no idea that this was like affecting you and making you feel really bad about this. Like that was not my intention at all. Like I'm obviously angry at what they did to you, but like, if you're going to forgive them, like there's no reason for me to hold, hold all of this anger towards them because I'm just preventing this from moving forward. So you have to just have a really explicit conversation and tell him like, if you see something that I'm not seeing, like, tell me, like, I need you to be super, super, super honest with me. Now it's time for Don't Blame Them. This is the segment where a listener will call in and give their own advice from a call that we've previously aired. So they listen, they're like, hey, I have some, I have some two cents. Maybe I have some experience with this. Maybe, maybe they have something, uh, maybe they have some insight that we didn't see, missed something, or they're just validating our already wonderful, fantastic, amazing advice. Mm-hmm. So what episode is it from? So this is from season seven, episode 21. And I'll just play it because she gives pretty good. Like, as if I even know what that means. I always yeah. ask, but I'm like, well, it's no more like a reference for yeah. if somebody wants to go back and listen to the original one. But I always lie. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, that <laughs> episode. Hi, Melissa and Megan. Love the podcast. Um, I am actually calling in for Don't Blame Them um, for the most recent episode, which was, I think, episode 21 to 7. Um, I'm calling for the caller whose roommate, like, was messaging her boyfriend, talking about how much she <laughs> hates her and how much she wants her to get out, even though they, like, talk about being friends with us. I have personal experience with this because I had a very similar situation happen to me. I'm 22. Um, I don't know if you care. I'm a Sagittarius, whatever. Um, I'm, a, I'm a girl. It's uh, she, her. Sorry, I'm driving so sorry if it sounds like sad. But basically, I had a friend and we had a very similar situation happen where it wasn't her boyfriend she was messaging, but it was like our third friend. We had like a trio of like best friends and stuff and two of us lived together. And then our third friend didn't live with us. And our third friend has been my best friend since kindergarten. Um, But basically, my roommate was messaging her and telling her like, because I was moving out to a different city and so I was moving away from them. And basically, my my best friend from kindergarten was messaging with my roommate, and my roommate was basically saying, "I'm really excited for her to leave. Like, finally, she's gonna be like hi, and like, finally, she's like closer, like she wanted to be." And my best friend was sending me like this screenshot couple time and like telling me about it and like letting me know basically that she was like being super fake to me and stuff. I pretty much just want to agree with you guys and say that like you need to just like get away from her and completely distance yourself from her. Because anybody who's going to talk shit like that to their boyfriend about you is not someone you want in your life. Trust me. Um, and another thing I'd say is as soon as you get, like, out of that situation, bet your, <laughs> your roommates before. Because, like Melissa and Megan said, it seems like she was using you. It was, like, a very beneficial relationship for her so she got a lot out of it and she got she oh look she has somewhere to live oh she has a job and now that you're moving out she like isn't going to be getting anything out of you anymore so you're like disposable to her and that's how I was treated too so basically I would just say fuck her and then just completely like distance yourself and get away and don't try to be friends with her after that you don't want to be friends with her. I'm not friends with mine anymore. She's a total bitch. 
we don't talk anymore. And my best friend stopped talking to her too. Um, especially if she knew that you were going to be using your computer. That's so fake. Oh my God. You can find better friends. I promise. Good luck. Anyway. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Megan. Love you guys. Bye. I second all of this. Trios are the devil's work. <laughs> Unless it works in your favor. Cause it did in this situation. Because the the other the third friend was sending her all the information. Oh, true, 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 yeah. true, true. Yeah, but then it's always for the other. Like, no matter what, somebody's always left high and dry. And sometimes yeah. it is the villain of the trio. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not. Yeah. In this Someone's situation, always it left was out. because yeah. the, the, the non-roommate friend was mm-hmm. feeding all the information. And they're also not friends with the other gal anymore. So. I... Uh, yeah, I, I like this the colors. I like her attitude. Um, I feel like we would be friends. Um, I feel like so too. So, yeah, you know, just get out the situation and don't look back. Fuck her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, vet your roommates. Mm-hmm. Don't be. Vet- don't. I, I don't know how many times I have to repeat this. Don't be roommates with your friends. I feel like roommates should be like it should not look like what friends a tv show look like it should be just because you do enter a legal contract with them i think it you should, should be co-workers be a yes a business relationship like the kind of like you know like or even like you have like your fr- like i don't know like school friends like mm-hmm. friends that you're friends with in one class you don't eat lunch together you don't hang out but like oh we're in this class together and like we get along like it's mm-hmm. nice to see you like this is easy but like there's no pressure that's what it needs to be. It needs to be like your water cooler friend or your algebra friend. Like yeah. that's the extent and level that it should be at. And constantly people are all, this is like probably the number one thing that we get in the Facebook group and in general of being like, I didn't listen. <laughs> I Because it seems like a great idea and it can work really great for some people. And I also think that people talk about it and romanticize roommates yes, so differently. It's on TV, like it's like an experience to like, come home and sit down and drink wine together and talk about your problems and you're just so ingrained with each other and it's just like no yeah it only works i think if you are so close you are like siblings Mm -hmm. so you already fight like siblings and And like you can make up like with siblings it's easy to make up yeah so it's that or they are a random roommate and you have become friends. Mm -hmm. And by the time that like you are really close friends, you both have probably decided that it's time to move out and not live with each other anymore. Or you've just ended up being the perfect roommates and friends. But like, it's rarely ever friends than roommates. Mm -hmm. Roommates can become friends. But if you start as friends and then become roommates, you're not going to probably leave as friends. Well... That is it for our episode. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. All of the same things I said at the beginning apply. Keep it under three minutes. Let us know your pronouns. Write everything down. Practice so it is all nice and concise. It's always nice to remind you at the end of the podcast where you can like you're, you you can tell which ones were all written down and nice. Yeah, so. I also want to say that we do not support distracted driving. So please, if you need to be in your car, please be parked because we did have a couple people calling in this episode that were driving and we could hear blinkers and things. And it, it just one, we don't want you to be distracted, but two, also the sound quality is better if you're not actually driving. So please, please, please don't actually be driving when you're calling us. Yeah. Windows rolled up, air mm-hmm. conditioning off. 
Make a little nice little sauna. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a nice little steam. You only got three minutes. So yeah. yeah. You can deal with it. You've got it. You've got it. Uh, we have the video version of our podcast over on Patreon. And if you want to just support the podcast, we have a $1 a month tier to get all of the videos. And we have a $5 tier. And we do month twice by what uh, I guess by monthly is can either mean. Yeah, that's twice a month. Or it could be every two months. Right? Isn't that like the diff- yeah. the same thing with when we were do- saying bi-weekly? Bi-weekly, too. yeah. So we do two live streams there um, a month. They're very fun. It's literally just all of us on Zoom together, like hanging out and talking. We like get to, we like know some people so, so, so well. Mm-hmm. And we also encourage if you are like a part of the tier and you have yet to join one, totally join. But also don't feel pressure to join if you just want to support the show for $5 a month and you don't have to come into the lives at all. If you're not, if you're not into that, but we do enjoy it. Um, what else? Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us everywhere. Follow me on TikTok. I like TikTok. Follow, if you read the comments, I'm always going to be in there stirring up some trouble. <laughs> I got to respond to always. that girl back. I die. Most of you have responded, I think, now too. It's <laughs> too fucking funny. <laughs> oh, follow our Instagram. Uh-huh. Anything you want to promote? It's linked uh, by my book, by my presets, and stay up to date on the current situations of the world. And if you are able to donate money to, um, I mean, the amount of stuff that's going on in the world, right? It's I a know. lot. There's It's exhausting. Yeah, like, there's I'm a lot. I'm very angry. Yeah. And as somebody who is like a very staunch pro-vaxxer, which also you're wearing on your shirt now, um, as we in the United States are, quote unquote, getting back to normal, um, it's a massive luxury. And there's a lot of countries that are really far behind. So even countries that don't necessarily need financial aid, um, just be cognizant when you're talking about um, the state of the world and all of that stuff and getting back to normal that there are places where that is not a luxury that they have. And so mm-hmm. bully the anti-vaxxers into your life, into getting the vaccine. Yes, please. I would like to promote. I like that. If you're watching, you know, that's gold only if you're watching. Um, yeah. But um, it's a nipple. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, in case you didn't know. And um, on one of my other podcasts, Just Between Us, which we've had both Gabby and Allison on this show, we've been doing very specific episodes about trauma and like having experts and doctors on talking about trauma medication therapy bad therapy like how to spot bad therapy um sleep um so i do recommend listeners for this show to check out those episodes because i think and we've been doing two a week so there's eight episodes holy shit yeah um for mental health awareness month so go check them out i think that people that listen to this show would benefit i'm gonna check it out yeah i have horrible they've sleep. been great the sleep one comes out next week but yeah they've all been great nice oh i'm excited i love hearing experts talk about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and with people who care yes you know like like yeah. as opposed to like when you have hosts on who are just kind of like haha yes, like let's yeah. get this funny yeah so. and especially with allison being in school for yeah. therapy she she's asking just like the questions when you're in between that you don't know exactly know the answer but knows oh. how to answer the right or ask the right questions yeah so it's very insightful. Cool. Awesome. Well, I will definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Leave us reviews and in the podcast store. Should we read on... one? Oh, yeah. 
Life-changing advice from KT Force. I've rediscovered this podcast after a few years and I've been binging all of the episodes for weeks. So, so good. I feel like I'm living with a lot more clarity now, honestly. Megan and Melissa are so entertaining and create a very safe, no-nonsense place for advice giving. I love it all. Also, Megan's book, amazing. Oh, so nice. Yeah. We appreciate it. Oh, wait, this one's so nice. Did we already read this one? Which one? I don't know what you should be looking at. Uh, I'm... I'm a better me because of Don't Blame Me. This podcast has truly made me... This is from Brady Baby. I'm a better me because of Don't Blame Me. This podcast has truly made me a better person. The candid advice, the enlightening topics, and the incredible way all of it is delivered has truly made me a better me. That's so nice. Mm -hmm. Maybe that inspires you to leave a nice review. We would really appreciate it. Um, And we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 